Hi, thank you for visiting Upper Echelon Astrology. My name is Angsty, and I'll be your astrologer for the day. Today, we're going to do a forecast because I downloaded a new program. And if you stay on this podcast long enough, you'll understand that I love new programs. Uh, I downloaded Today Cosmic Star, and it turns out that they have a cosmic star report that's like a cafe astrology report for any chart that you put in here. And I'm going to go ahead and swiftly, this might be a long one. I mean, who wouldn't like a long forecast for September, right? Or at least different transits that are going to uh, uh, take place. Let's see. So sun's going to be there for a while. We could talk about the moon. This is just today. This is the very, very ending of August and looking forward through the different seasons. So Uranus is still going to be in Taurus. Saturn's still going to be in Aquarius. Jupiter's still going to be in Aquarius. It's so it seems. Um, and then Mars. Mars might be heading out of Virgo by the end of September. Uh, same with Venus, probably on its way out of Libra by the end of September. Uh, because Venus is moving a little bit faster, but Mercury will most likely still be in Libra uh, at zero degrees, and the sun will still be in Virgo uh, through September 21st. So let's make it the next two weeks, shall we? Let's get to these beginning transits here. So I'm going to be reading directly from the birth chart interpretation of today, the day that I'm posting this podcast, and kind of rewording and reapplying some of the language here for this particular chart in order to apply to the season. Um, we're not going to do the rising of the moment. We're going to do start with the sun. So for September, for the first couple of weeks of September, it's really important to start um, digging into ourselves and, and, and humbling ourselves to the accomplishments that we've made throughout the year and also to the humility that we've had to learn throughout the year as well in order to get to the places that we want to go. As long as you're striving for a destination, you're bound to have ups and downs successes and failures and being this is a time to be very modest very humble you know Virgo season is a time of service so whatever you can gift whatever you can give um however kind you can be um in this season or in the next couple of weeks is going to be very very beneficial to you take this time to connect to other people and to step down if you are in a position of power or you are in the limelight in any way, go ahead and take this time to take a step down and listen to others. If you have people on your team, like you're an entrepreneur or a business exec or running a small operation, no matter what um, kind of jefe you are, <laughs> um, or even just being the father, the, the man or the woman of your house, go ahead and take a step back for a second and start listening to the people around you and gathering information on how you can be of better service to them and how you can be of better service to yourself because once you take those responsibilities off your, your plate and you're able to sit in that silence of really holding in, in the basin of your being all that you've received and 
not just tangible blessings, but also the lessons that you've received, being able to sit in that uh, and observing and dissecting and studying your behavior, your life, um, everything you learned up until now so that you can start setting up the foundations for this next segment of your future. Keep in mind, Virgo is still an earth sign. So this is definitely that time to get grounded. And we are turning our eyes to grounding ourselves in medicine, medicinal herbs, medicinal videos, nostalgia, whatever you can convey or uh, whatever is your medicine, really pulling out all the stops, all of the old movies, all of the uh, home videos, all of the old photos of you and friends, uh, loved, loving, lost, all of them, uh, really just taking our time to ground ourselves within the moment and consider the past and structuring things and picking everything apart in a positive way um, in order to create or re readjust our foundation as we move forward into this next quarter of uh, the Zodiac. To the next earth sign, which is Capricorn, I mean. You've worked super hard. Um, anywhere where you're lacking self-confidence, go ahead and give yourself those pats on the back. Anything that you've achieved up until now, big or small, you have to be your own cheerleader at this time. And the thing about humbling oneself is to, in the even in the presence of you, if you if you feel like wow, like I've done like really great things, and humbling yourself to the fact that like wow, like I am in the presence of a very powerful being when I'm sitting with myself. How can I serve this being, serve this person? <clears throat> being of service to yourself is just as important as being of service to others. Um, try not to lie. <laughs> try not to lie. Lies in this season are going to get exposed. The sun is in Virgo and Virgo is very honest. Virgo is very um, meticulous and detailed and careful. And although Mercury is not in this sign yet, um, kind of everything that has been communicated, um, whether it be um, to yourself and your own thoughts or in a journal or to other people, those messages are being illuminated now and more truth is coming to the forefront and coming to the surface. And so pay attention to the signs that you get because Virgo is also associated with angels. So when you get your angelic numbers, your angelic symbols, messages, and signs, go ahead and put lean into them extra hard this season and write them down and make them your affirmations for this next chapter. Really take those signs seriously and take them all the way. Take them with you in your pocket put them in your bra, to put them in the, your back, you pack everything, anything that you can do to keep those blessings and those messages with you, those spiritual reminders from your team, go ahead and make a physical representation of that thing and stick it on your person every day to go ahead and take it out and read. Even if you're not getting a number today, take out yesterday's number and read the message again so it can really start to ingrain and sit in your soul. Um, let's see what's up next. 
Mercury in Libra. It's going to be accessible to us at this time, our point of view and other people's point of view. Um, it's been like this. And if once I start to get more feedback on these general readings, then I'll be able to go more into like degrees and stuff like that, because it'll be it'll take more time. But I'll know I'll have more uh, time span of attention there. So Mercury and Libra uh, seeing both sides of things and being fair. If you are still seeing one one sidedly, then Mercury and Libra is going to force you out of your comfort zone and into other people's perspectives, other people's perspectives of you, and also balancing your own perspective of yourself. So if you've been really hard on yourself, now is the time that you may have uh, the most access, or, or it's like now is like prime access for you to go ahead and turn that relationship around and balance that out. Like, I'm not all bad or... I'm not all good. <laughs> I'm not a saint or I'm not no sinner. I'm not always a sinner neither. Like go ahead and be your own devil's advocate, pushing yourself from whatever extreme you once started at to the other side and really um, ask yourself, how, how can I bring balance to my mind? How can I bring, bring balance to my daily schedule? How can I bring balance to, uh, my social circle, what am I consuming on a daily basis? That's very much so a part of it. What information am I consuming on a daily basis? Hey, it takes a person in your life to tell you, like, you're watching trash. This is trash for your mind. Because uh, sometimes we can get stuck in our rut. Our algorithms suggest the, the same old things. And we need to refresh those things. So Mercury and Libra is also taking that objective perspective to be like, this is what I need to feed myself more of. This is what I need to um, feed my social circle more of. This is what I need to share more of. I need to share more educational posts instead of uh, those like really provocative questions that like getting people into their ego for a second. And then they type out like a whole paragraph of comments and stuff like I see that on Facebook all the time. It's like, so you, why are you this person? Why are you th the person that does this? <laughs> Venus and Libra, supporting that Mercury and Libra. Um, your sensory environment gets pulled into it now. The way that you gather resources, maybe you haven't been looking in all of the right places. Go ahead and ask around. If you have anything on your mind, go ahead and ask around for other people who have resources for that. You might not even know that there is a grant for that. You might not even know that there's um, fund funding, government funding for that. You might not even know that your friend is working on the same thing and you guys can collaborate. You never know. So go ahead and be friendly. If it's unusual for you to be friendly friendly now is the time to be friendly now is the time to go ahead and give all of the compliments that you think in your head don't be a hater give a compliment a day <laughs> um share love show love um random acts of kindness i really love the trend that's been going around on instagram 
lately and it's uh, people sharing like, what's the best thing that you've ever done with a dollar? What's the best thing that you've ever done with $5? And it's usually in like a couple of the stories that have made it super viral are people who like had a random act of kindness or spent a dollar or spent $5 or shared money or, or resources with somebody and they ended up married. So, and that's very, very Venus and Libra. The, the, it's like TikTok is pushing the astrology of the times. Um, now, now is when you see stuff like that starting to pop up, don't just take it for face value as like, this is on my feed. Understand that this is the season. Thanksgiving comes in November. But this, like Venus and Libra, that's also the season of giving. Then in November... I think you harvest what people are thankful for you for. So you have to give at first in like uh, these Libra seasons because Libra comes after Virgo, correct? Yes, Libra comes after Virgo. So everything that you communicate now, all of the sensuality or how you balance your life out now uh, in those Venus aspects is going to be illuminated by the sun in Libra season, by the way. So... When you're doing, when you're planting those seeds of love, when you're planting those seeds of balance, when you're planting those seeds of within those conversations with your higher self on where you need to pull back and what you need to go hard in, recognize that all, everything that you're manifesting and communicating and also making physical and, and tangible or, or, or building up positive emotions for, it's probably not going to come all the way to fruition until the sun starts illuminating those works when they hit Libra season in late September. Um, so put in the work now to do all that balance stuff. And then once September 21st rolls around, you should start to see um, more of the fruits of that labor, right? Let's go. Mars in Virgo. Mars and Virgo, along with the sun. Okay, so what you're doing right now is illuminated. What Whatever your efforts are or have been, now is the time that, now is one of those times to where everything that you are working towards is also in conjunction with what is seen. Your efforts are recognized. Your efforts are seen. The work that you're putting in is no, noticeable. Um especially particularly to you. Not all of us recognize how much work we're putting in on a daily basis in other realms and areas of life because the sun and Mars aren't always in the same sign like this to where the sun is lending its energy and its light and its illumination to the efforts and the strategies and the plans of Mars. But here, now that they're dancing in the same sign, um, being a perfectionist and being tight, making sure that your performance is tight, like, I's dotted, T's crossed, laces sewn up, like everything. You want it to be perfect. Now, for those people who are not perfectionists and your Mars, like how your, where your Mars is in your natal chart is definitely going to affect how you relate to Mars being in Virgo during Virgo season. But for those of you who maybe have like, let's say Mars, for example, Mars and Pisces, natal Mars and Pisces, they might have um, 
an easier time like getting that visual right but maybe Mars square. So like, what's a sign that's square, Virgo? I can't remember the squares off the top of my head. But if you have Mars square, uh, the sign of Virgo on either on either square, so the ascending or descending square, then you might have a hard time putting in that practical everyday routine work um, that Virgo in Mars sun illuminating this aspect is causing um, people to kind of gear towards or move towards more organization, more planning, more structure, receiving those things. You might have an easier time once Mars flows into uh, Libra after being in Virgo uh, to bring more balance to your schedule. Because maybe it's not about organization, but it's about you have so much on your plate and you need to take some things away. So if you have Mars square Virgo ascending or descending, the, whichever square on either side, then um, don't be too hard on yourself. If you have a Mars, a, a Mars trine, so like in, if you have natal Mars in Capricorn or uh, Taurus, then you'll also, you'll feel supported at this time. You'll feel like everything that I've been doing, I should keep doing and do it even better. And then if you're opposite, you might feel like, oh, I, I see what I need to be doing. You get me? So yeah. Mars in Virgo, it brings about that like perfectionism. But don't be angry with yourself if you're not if you're not perfect. If because maybe it's not your time to 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 nail like when you're building certain things from like IKEA or like if you order off of Amazon, there are sometimes in the directions where you have to put the bolts into their proper places but you can't tighten everything until all the bolts are in all of the um, proper locations then you can tighten everything to bring everything together but in order to get the bolts in other look like places you might have to be able to have some wiggle room you know so if you don't have everything nailed down just yet you just might have different directions to building your dream or your project analogies they're so hard to make up on the spot for a pisces mercury um yeah this is and this is what's humbling about it this is what this is this is where that that like sitting with your higher self and being in the presence of that bigger you and understanding like wow i'm in the presence of a being with so much time and energy and power how do i serve this person if you feel like you're coming up short in any way, don't overcompensate. Just ask yourself what you would need. Who do you need in your life to accomplish what you would like to accomplish? And how can you be that person for you? Mars and Virgo. How do you service? How do you service your inner general? Because people often say like we're the navigators of our lives and like navigator to me gives the visual of like the person at the wheel on the boat and they can drive the boat and uh, or like a car. But also we're the generals of our lives. We're the top strategists of our lives. We're like the art of war Sun Tzu, like <laughs> needing to know what the high ground, low ground, like, you know, advantages are, you know, <laughs> of our lives. So um Mars and Virgo is about perfecting those strategies getting back to 
the plan. What is the plan? How can we execute the plan, you know? And then now I'm going to go out of the description thingy into the chart to see how everything is relating to one another these days. Because when I made this chart, it's Sagittarius rising. But what I'm noticing about the placements of things is that they're always going to be op. Uh, Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, and Neptune are in one quadrant of the chart. And Mars, Sun, Mercury, and Venus are in the opposite. Or like the... It's not exactly opposite, but it's it's all taking up three houses as well. Three signs, three houses as well. So, well, two signs, but three houses in this chart. Um, this is telling me that that North Node, by our North Node being in Gemini the way it is, and, and how everything is mirroring each other, the symmetry of it all is just so interesting the Lionsgate portal was very, very powerful for a lot of us. Um, and now these subsequent times thereafter are really highlighting that mirroring effect where we're taking a really strong look at ourselves and able to really objectively identify what we see um, and set some boundaries, set some boundaries between with, through our yang energy because so with saturn being in aquarius jupiter being in aquarius um flanked by pluto and capricorn and neptune and pisces i'm seeing this strong yang core being flanked by a powerful spiritual uh underlying faith but not blind faith Faith in the structures that you've built. Faith in the actual systems that work. Faith in the repetition of it all and how what has not worked in the past has literally fallen away or gone through some form of death or transformation to where you know that now you have access to a lot more answers after trying and failing than you did previously when you were kind of just trying to succeed and not really sitting in that failure piece or that dip and 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 being kind to yourself but also taking action and this mood or this like state of being this like stability is being highlighted by it's being supported by the fact that what you do do now is easy to see. It's easy to access. And fortune is in Virgo as well. So making sure that you're doing exactly what you want to be doing and not what anybody else is telling you to be doing is also a huge part of uh, the first two weeks of September and this season. Um, Mercury just entering Libra. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's so weird. This chart's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's not going the direction that I... Interesting. 
cool. So yeah, so with Mar with Mercury entering Libra, like literally, what day is it? August 29th? August 30th. It's August 30th and Mercury is at zero degrees Libra, so... Those different seeds that we were planting for the balance of our, our lives with our loved ones or balancing our sensuality, um, being getting creative with our self-care that we've been kind of doing. Um, now, Mar Mercury is following that up and making those things communicable um, and giving access or special support to particularly the throat chakra the sacral chakra and the crown chakras as far as manifesting more of what you liked about this recent period. So whatever you were doing to take care of yourself, starting to speak on more of those things in order to grow, um, grow those vibrations, um, grow the frequency to increase the frequency of those vibrations so that that becomes your new mood, that becomes your new mode. That's what you want to do. Uh, Mars in Virgo, Sun, Fortune. And today, right now, it's, it's square of the moon. So at the end of August, it may not feel like collectively, we all may not feel, or within our own private circles, we might not feel as though we can access this balance that is coming for us at the beginning of September, right at the end of August. But it's crazy how things can change just within a couple of days by the moon changing position. Because it's going to be between August 30th and September 4th that you'll really be able to see and notice and resonate with, with, with this forecast of like, the balance is coming. You'll be able to see what you've been doing wrong. If you felt like you're in the wrong place, you'll be able to see what you've been doing wrong. It'll be obvious to you. And the way that you're going to be able to pivot is going to be A1. It's going to be A1. Um, it's a very square looking chart to me. And the south node is like the most bare bones part. But it's like everything is fanning up, fanning down to the fanning down to the south node and then up. So like we're definitely being guided. The way that we're falling is towards the south node, but where we're slowly headed towards is the north node in Gemini and, and the north node is coming to us. So like your purpose, our purposes are coming way faster than we think. For collectively having the North Node be in Gemini with Neptune and Pisces. Isn't that a square? One, two, three, four, right? I believe so. I feel like that's a square relationship right there. Yeah, has to be. So that's a square right there. The North Node is square Neptune, you guys, and trying Jupiter. So even though our purposes are expanding, our spirits 
how we see that, how we connect to that, how we visualize that, how we dream about that, how we, how we, how we idealize and fantasize about those things isn't really accessible to all of us as a collective yet. There are a lot of strong visionaries that, and, and that's a part of having that talent that can access that um, bigger vision regardless of the times. But as a collective, if you do feel uncomfortable with this really big purpose that you've been cultivating, it's it makes sense and it's okay. Um, once the North Node moves into, and actually North Node is exalted in Gemini, but Pisces, <laughs> Neptune is exalted in Pisces. So it's kind of like, they're also at these, at kind of this little war um, that I'm seeing being square like this. So, well, not at war. Let's say that they're supporting one another, but it's, it's causing a lot of friction within us. By the time the North Node moves into Taurus, you will be very, very sure that everything that you've been working so hard to prove was part of your purpose to yourself. Like you knew this was a part of your your being, your purpose, but you've been working really hard to prove to yourself that you're worthy of grasping it. All of that tension is going to melt away once the North Node gets into Taurus and our projects start sticking. A lot of people who are able to create and build structures in North Node Taurus are going to be able to see those structures flourish for a very long time. Uh, let's see. We're at 29.09 for this podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to leave this at like a 30 minute little shindig that we do every couple weeks. For now, thank you for tuning into Upper Echelon Astrology. Hopefully, I was able to provide you with a higher perspective on the metaphysical happenings, like the metaphysical layer of your day-to-day life. Hopefully, I was able to provide some insight into those octaves of the reality that we're living Please visit soon and check out any other episodes that may be on the podcast. Bye.